Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales with Chris Phillips. Coming up on today's show, singing impressionist and the human jukebox, Greg London. And now a man whose pillowcases are made from Crown Royal Velvet Bags, Mr. Chris Phillips. You always make me feel so welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm at home with my mom and my dad. I would I would wake up in the morning and they would applaud for me. That's the only time that you know if <laughs> No, but that that's what you call feeling sorry for your son, you know. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, you're watching the Vegas Video Network. I am Chris Phillips and you are watching the wildly popular Tucktails. <laughs> And we couldn't uh, be more excited. As you know, we get to spend every Monday afternoon having a couple cocktails and just have the opportunity to speak with some of my friends about my favorite subject in the world, and that is Las Vegas, Nevada, the entertainment capital of the world. And before we get started today, I just want to remind you, as always, you can write to us or ask any questions by simply going to TalkTales at VegasVideoNetwork.com. You can also call us on our toll-free number, which is 866 9664599 and I would love to hear from you this week and we'll get back to you within a couple months. <laughs> oh, Scott, I have to apologize. I always feel like I'm apologizing every time I come on to you <laughs> for canceling a show last week. I am so sorry. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest with you though. The first time in 27 years I not only had to cancel you, I had to cancel a Zoe Bowie show. I've not canceled the show in 27 years. Really? Until this past week. Why? Because my girlfriend, Tiffany, invited me to go to the thriving community of Clinton, Arkansas. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> Have you ever been to Clinton, Arkansas, Scott? No, sir. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if I'd necessarily want to move there, but it's, it's a lovely community, and I found that some of the people actually have teeth. Nice. Um, no, it was, it was lovely. Uh, in all honesty, we had a, a wonderful family reunion of, of her father's relatives. And we got a chance to meet a lot of people. And I discovered that uh, my girlfriend's father was a year and a half older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? How was that? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that is a true story, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can tell you is he was a senior when I was a sophomore. Nice. Nice. So I'm 30. Yeah. Nice. You're going to hell, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so that made for interesting conversation. And uh, nonetheless, I am back. I, I am here with you folks. And today, I am so excited because I have somebody with us uh, as our guest that is keeping a tradition alive here in Las Vegas that is uh, very dear to my heart. Because I used to come here back in the 70s. And one of the things I used to love doing most is going to see Impressionists. Now, uh, back, I guess, I think it was about 73 or 75 is the first time I came here, and I saw Rich Little. He was amazing. And coincidentally, uh, it was so strange, I was getting in an elevator after I just saw Rich Little, and I ran into a fellow by the name of Fred Travelina, who also, as some of you may know, not quite as big a name, but kept her tradition alive in this town. And um, 
obviously over the years, there's some names that became kind of household words here in Las Vegas. Um, Ed Schmidt. <laughs> yes, Schmidt. But I'm talking, of course, about Danny, Danny Gans. Uh, made an impressionist, uh, a big time headliner show on the level of a Cirque show or, or uh, you know, international celebrity headlining status. Uh, uh, he, he changed things, you know, as, as Steve Wynn took um, him under his wing and said, you know what, I, I believe in you. Impressionists became worth big time money. Then, of course, came along Gordy Brown. And with us today, we have the newest breed of uh, big time uh, impressionists who are taking the city by storm. They are, they are literally, uh, hopefully, not only changing the face, but changing the faces. <laughs> of Las Vegas, and he's here with us today. We're going to take a short little break, and when we come back, we have a dear friend of mine, which I can't wait to talk to. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Greg London, the star of the Las Vegas Hilton with us today. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back in one minute. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Well, my friends, welcome back once again to Talk Tales. I am Chris Phillips, and I am sitting here with one of my uh, dear friends and drinking buddies, as you can see, who is also a lover of Crown Royal Black. And well, I got seems to be that seems to be the drink of it all is. the uh, I, Carrot I Top, Carrot Top, uh, Frank Marino. He, he, yeah, he's Frank, a Crown Frank, lover. Frank, Frank uh, Marino, Frankie Marino, Frank Marino, Francis Marino, uh, Frankie the Marino. Same. There's like five different <laughs> Marinos. Well, I'll tell you something, uh, Greg. I got to tell you something, uh, Steve, Greg. Greg, what, how many drinks have you had already? Oh, man, this, I is, got this, here. Is, my, this is one, my one. This is your work. My one hour a day in which I get to really plow it okay, on. Okay, okay. Now, do now, I, I, I got to tell you, I, can, I, can I relax? You can, are you going to, do I have to sit up like this? Do I have to sit up like, how do, how, how do you want me? Like that? Like this? Are we like talking like that? How are we talking? However it makes you most tan. I like, oh, because. Well. <laughs> Because this is something that's upsetting tanning, me right off the bat. That these, these lights are making me at least like I don't even need to go to a tanning machine ever again. No, you have a cooler jacket than I'll ever have in my life. Well, you have a better tan, and right off the bat, I, no, I that's have not a problem. You're known for your tan. But today, well, I pay for folks, mine, see? I, you have no idea how much I pay for this tan. I'm the color of my shirt normally. Well, you know, what I do, I play tennis every morning. I run for an hour. I, uh, I'm just an outdoor kind of guy. Do you, well, believe, it, do you it, believe any of that? No, but it pays okay, off. Well, that's right. You're right. <laughs> Well, folks, uh, you were sitting. Let's talk about impressionism. You said, you said impressionism. I said, I'm a, but I know that you were much, much more than that, of course. Well, that's interesting that you say that. I mean, I appreciate that, Chris. But you were billed as impressions that rock. Well, that's right. You know, it's like, how do you get a job in Las Vegas uh, <laughs> I as, don't know, a, I as a singer? <laughs> you figured it out, yeah, Zoe barely. Bowie. But uh, a guy like me, it's, you know, I came from the corporate world and, and was singing songs on radio, which I had some stuff I didn't. I'm sure you've researched all of that. Yes. And uh, then what got me here was the fact that I could do impressions. Now, I'm, uh, Gordy Brown is like insane Robin Williams of impressions. Yes. And it's funny, Robin Williams, another story, because I used to room with Robin Williams at, at College of Marin. That's another story <laughs> You're for another time with more really? of this stuff. But, but uh, oh, good God. The, the impression thing came 
not from Danny Gans, because I was doing impressions in London, and then be good, you know, doing all the English impressionists, because I came from the UK. Sure. Do you know that? Anyway. Yes, uh, I Born in Northern California. Though. Born in Northern Cal... Oh, my God. Right. Born in Northern California, moved to the UK, started doing a show later on in life with impressions, and just happened to be, you know, with, the, with all the English guys from... Um, David Bowie to, to um, you know, all the Rolling Stones, that kind of stuff. Sure. And then came across with the corporate stuff, and then all of a sudden found myself uh, with a producer that wanted to put me in Las Vegas. Well, here I am. And the impression thing to me now is interesting because I like, I like a lot of it. I like doing it. I love singing it. But some of it, I'm kind of thinking that maybe, maybe it had its time. How's that for a conversation? Huh? Ah, anything of that. Okay. Well, let's back up a little bit and let's 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 figure out that this might be more therapy Their than therapy an interview. session. I thought we were going to talk about girls. I like talking about girls. All right, but listen. And I know you do. I like I do. I do. I'm divorced. Uh, can I talk to the? Uh, I'm talking to you out there. I'm divorced about six months ago. Oh, it's that fresh. Dating is dating. Oh, Las Vegas. isn't it's that really, interesting? Yes. It's really weird. You came to the right place, my friend. I don't think so. I don't think I did. You mean with you? With you? <laughs> because you can help me. No, oh yes, I'm the person. If you want relationship advice, you should talk. Well, to me. I, listen, I want to talk to you. But let's finish up <laughs> the impressionist thing. You know, I think that there's still a place for it. The impersonator thing, uh, I don't understand. I've never understood a guy that's like Dean Martin all the time, or Elvis all the time. Right. right. Not that I don't think it's bad. I think it's terrific. I could never do that. I just can't. And, and even now, I'm finding like, well, what new impressions can I do? Who's out there that's really interesting enough that? That, 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 I want, that my audience, who's probably like, you know, probably 30 to 60 years old, you know, who do they want to hear? It's really interesting right now. It's like, I'm not, I mean, obviously Ozzy Osbourne, and even those people are old. That's like 10 years ago. So what's well, new? Well, for those of you watching who may not be familiar with Greg, he has an extremely hot show over at the Las Vegas Hilton. You've been over there for the last several months. You've, you've also occupied some time at the Riviera yeah. here on the Strip. But, uh -huh. uh, Why are you laughing? I am not. Are you right. kidding me? I, okay, I wish I, I was thought, on the strip. I thought I saw you laughing. Not at all. all. But, but in your show, how many, I, I guess, rock stars would you say you go through in the course of an evening in terms of impersonating them? I mean, you go from, oh my God, you, there, it's an endless uh, well, list of names that you, I don't know how you probably about 40. flawlessly go through one to another. Mm -hmm. Now, are we talking about different costumes and mm -hmm. things this as well? Or? Well, because this came from the West End, the, a West End production show. It's not like a typical guy standing in there. London, in London, the UK, yes. in the West End, in a theater called the Venue Theater. Yes. But what we had to do there was because we didn't want to be a guy standing, uh, doing impressions and Frank, you know, just impression bang, 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 uh, like a Danny Gans. We incorporated the theatrics to it. So having yes. the big video screens, having the environment, having a live rocking band, having dancers, having because, um, you know, and and our dancers are like sexy dancers. They're not like, the, the, you know, they're really... You have dancers? Uh-huh. Yeah, three. Can I admit something? You were Go the ahead. first guest that I've ever had on the show in about 19 weeks that I have not seen your show. <laughs> yeah. And so do I don't you know anything about, about your show. How do you think I feel about that, folks? <laughs> so you have dancers. I'm coming. I you, do. You, you on tonight? I have sexy dancers. Oh, I'm coming. Well, don't come tonight. Come like, oh, okay. Uh, come, come, well, drink more. The more you drink, the better the show is. Of course. And it, I, I think that the, the key is that we're, I'm a, I'm a singing impressionist. So like with Gordy, if he was like, yeah, he could start talking like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and going to that voice like that. And I can do that, but I like the singing. I like the Joe Cockers. I like the, I like the, 
You know, if it, I mean, I even, I gotta tell you, I even like the Sammy Davis Juniors, which, by the way, a lot of people don't even really remember anymore. How right. weird is that? Right, I know. And you have to move on. He's like, my favorite entertainer of all time. I loved Sammy. And Sammy was a great entertainer, and I guess you could equate him with, like, Michael Jackson. Yes, sure. You know? Oh, and absolutely. I don't do Michael Jackson, because, frankly, I loved him, but I, don't, I think it's not time yet for him. Well, what was great about Sammy is he was, as some people may not know, one of the greatest impressionists of his time as well. He was. And, was and I one think, element to what he did, of course, which uh -huh. is, as with you, it's just one element. Well, I think what happens is this. I'm hoping this would happen. You, you, you do the impressions because it sells. People that are mainstream, uh, coming tourists in town, love to see all these people. They can get a front row seat to a lot of big shows. I mean, if you really do a good Garth or you do a good... Uh, Ozzy Osbourne or Rod Stewart, you know, or I mean, that's kind of fun. And with the production, full band dancing like a real music video, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm so excited kind of to come huh? see you now. It's really I had no idea. Really? No. Did you think I was just up there? I didn't you know, know. Going, yeah, man, very groovy, baby. Yeah. Hey, in, in this town, you'd have you have no idea until you actually sit down, and the curtain. It's opens. true. You're right. And the and the problem in in this town is getting the word out. Yes. And the longer you stay, the more you have the opportunity to get that word out. So I'm proud that we've been here for a year. Being a, here a year is tough. Oh, being here for a week is tough, let alone, and so uh, you have persevered, and I am I'm extremely proud of you. Well, thank you, But let's you, back man. up just well, for a bit. Well, thank you, now, brother. I'm, I'm guessing that, uh, obviously, this influence comes from back when you were a kid, and I understand that your grandfather actually was a trumpet player, yes, which influenced true. you to start playing trumpet. That's correct. To begin. Um, uh, Very impressed. Along with Very many other instruments. By the way, do you drink on your drinking program? Just want to ask you. <laughs> Uh, oh, really? Apparently, you haven't seen my show either. Why, why can't I come when there, is there a time when there's like people, like a whole bunch, of, everyone's drinking, having a great time? We like drink, a party? We drink this whole could show. I, could I come one of those days? You, right now is one of those days. Yeah, but I have a, I have a show in, uh, my goodness, about an hour and a half. So I can't drink, drink now. drink up. Well, I can't drink now. Well, Greg, this is one of the only shows where not only the host is drinking, but the producer is, in fact, drunk. Well, <laughs> I like that. I like, there he is. He's totally drunk. The, 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 inner, the background, if you're really interested in no, it. No, of course. It actually is. I wonder how you get into what you're doing, you know. Well, you know this because you're a headliner. That, that <laughs> what it, it takes a lot of time. I mean, you can get lucky, and the ones that get lucky usually don't last very long. You know, like America's Got Talent or the TV re reality shows because there's no real talent there. And for you to have lasted this long and been a headliner and now doing all these lounges and shows and... The, all the shows. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it takes real talent what you're doing. Well, and this is really. I think it's. I, I'm proud of you. Well, I think and I'm older than you, so I'm, oh, I'm more by proud what of you. hours? Yeah, maybe sure, like okay. minutes. Well, let me tell you something. I think that you would agree that anybody who lasts in this industry period has to have an an underlying desire more than anything to make people happy, to make and excite and a lot people, of love. and and to really have that drive to want to genuinely entertain people for a living and, and then the talent and everything else comes second the business you know, whatever i don't even know well what you're right because who wants this life i mean this life is as, as cool as this is and as, as good looking as you are this is a tough life this is not a good life agree you I'll agree tell you, a couple more drinks you might get lucky <laughs> <laughs> no, with with you <laughs> that you're, that's not i'm not gonna that's not with those uh, kind of sweet nothings in my ear if that did it for me, I'd be the luckiest guy in the world. You know, it, it is, but I'm saying that it, it, it is luck. It is luck as well. It's, and it's not a good life. Do no, you I think know. it's a good life? I know. Do you think it's a good life? Do you have a good life? Well, 
I have a wonderful life, but I've, I've, it's, I haven't done anything else in 27 years. I was a paralegal for a year. Okay. I didn't care for that much. Well, that's so that's all I have to compare it to. But what do you compare your? Uh, but how, how? What kind of life is this? I mean, you're you're living a life of uh, you're pouring out your hearts to people. You you don't make a lot of people. Most people don't make a lot of money. Um, you, your love life, where not in your case, where you're <laughs> getting a teenager. But other than that, <laughs> most of us don't have that. But you know, I mean, it's it's eventually this life can end. Thus, that it's really hard to continually go in different directions. Yes. And being up late till four in the morning, which I know you do, drinking, which I know you do, <laughs> having lots of sex, which I don't, know if, I don't even want to know what you do with that. But the, the, the point is that it's, it's a tough life. It is. I mean, look, and ask, you, you've named Frankie Marino, who's really successful right now. Yes. Gordy Brown, who's tremendously talented and very successful. For a long time. You, very successful. Me, not as, but you know, working oh, up. But, but so many people that are trying to, oh my God, I know an impersonator, impressionist in town, who goes down to the street, on, on, what's that street downtown? Downtown, and wears something to take pictures to make five bucks an hour. I mean, that's how tough it is out there. I bet they make more money than half the entertainers in this town, to be honest. Well, there you go. <laughs> then there's the reality of what this business is. And, that, is. and that is not a good thing. Because what's happened is with the hotels, they're not paying anymore. Now it's four-walling. Yes. Four-walling, to those of you who don't know, is where you pay for your rent, you pay for, your, you pay for the whole room. You, re you pretty much buy your way into Las Vegas. Huge gamble. Yeah, and usually you, you lose the money. Sure. No doubt about it, you're going to lose the money. Greg, and are you four-walling? We are, we are a modified four-wall. And that's uh, interesting because what that means is they'll do more of the marketing, you pay for the room, you cover your, a lot of it. You know. So the two wall then? At, at no, it's not room? called a two wall. It's called a modified four wall. Huh. Believe me, the hotels have all kinds of words for it. And I'm lucky. I love the Las Vegas Hilton. They're terrific people. Yeah, they are. And I'm really honored to be there. And as I was with the Riviera, they were terrific too. They are. Uh, you know? But, you know, it, it's, it's shocking for me to hear you say that there's a hotel that actually gets behind their entertainment because that almost doesn't exist anymore either, especially if they're doing any marketing for you. And I I don't, if I you're know. saying that they're doing marketing for you, that's a tremendous yeah, campaign you've they're got going. They're very on. helpful. You've got billboards and magazine ads well, and no, everything. Well, a lot of that, a lot of that we had to pay for. We mm -hmm. we had to pay for a lot of that. There's there's a minimum amount, but even that is very helpful. Whereas Riviera did, for instance, nothing. Yes. But they were terrific. You know, I'm, I'm you be very, this town. You always like everybody, and you're always thankful to everybody because it's true. You know, you're going to be back. It's always going to come back around again. The Riviera was great for me. As an example, for that. like like uh, here's one of your full page ads in uh, yeah. one of the local the you're asking who paid magazines. for that, and I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that because I don't get involved in advertising. But that's a great ad, and I'm very proud of winning the best show in Nevada for Voted 2011. By Nevada Magazine. Yeah, which is a which is I they're a big magazine. That Have you ever a seen their magazine? Tremendous honor. It is an honor. That was when you were at uh, I know you here at the Hilton. Oh, we just won this. We just oh, won no, the brand new that. ad. Oh, congratulations. I thought you were talking about when you were in uh, Harris. I think we of that. Oh, no, no, that's a different one. Oh, 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 oh. thank you, thank you. Folks. I did not know that. Oh, gosh. That's well, not easy to come by. Well, I, I am. This is the, and you notice a great Clint Eastwood quote there. I mean, we're pulling out every stop we can. That's the entertainment business. You know what? You know, trying you gotta to get. You've got to sell yourself. You've got, and with, with, Accolades like that, that, that helps. <laughs> everything helps, and yet everything, you know, and a lot of things don't help. Like, for instance, you get reviewed. Am I talking too much? Are you kidding me? That's what we do here. Uh, you get reviewed by, by uh, a reviewer. 
And the reviewer, and, and I saw some people just got reviewed by a guy in town, um, and they were tor torn apart by this review. Yet, <laughs> but the reality is, yeah. that review is only for one day. And who sees it? I don't know. Right, right. You know, and then the, uh, the, the tourists, do they really care? You know? No. Probably and, not. And to be honest, you have a brand new audience every three days. Exactly. Yes. Hence the why, you know, this town is tough. And it, it's, you've got to continually market yourself. You've got to continually be out there. And be interesting. Well, I'll tell you something. Speaking of uh, the tourists and fans of yours, we have what is called a live chat room oh. where people watching live oh. can actually chime in and ask you a question right now on the program. Would you be willing to take a question? I would love to take a question. Scott, who do we have in the, Scott, the uh, chat room chat. today that wants to ask a question? Uh, Jason wants to know, A, how long has Greg been in Vegas? And B, what other things is Greg thinking about doing while in Vegas? Oh. Well, Jason, I like that name. That's my son's name, by the way. And my son has a great video on YouTube with me doing a duet. Just want to plug my, my boy, who I'm so proud of. We'll talk about that. I don't know if we have time. Uh, and I want to get to Jessica as well. And my daughter, Jessica. She's a great host. Uh, my, uh, Jason, I've been in Vegas for about a year and a half. And um, I started with the Riviera and then went to the Hilton. And my plan is, is to survive. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm giving you really is survive, True. survive the this time in in Las Vegas history, and hopefully change up my show because there's lots of things I want to do different. I want to do um, some more cool stuff. Um, I want to I want to do maybe a few less impressions and more of me singing because I do love to perform in my voice too, which is something interesting to me. Now, maybe. speaking of Jason, accolades, come to our show. And if you say the code word Jason, I'll give you some comp tickets. <laughs> That's the code word. But it's got to be Jason. What am I telling everybody? Just Jason. Okay. What, what made, the, uh, made you decide to move from the Riv to uh, Hilton? Well, they, they did made a, a good offer. And it was a better theater for us, better sound. We're a very um, audio-driven show. So it, we, we use a lot of computers in our show, a lot of track-heavy. But band, band is like 70% track, 30%, if you know what I mean. Music, musicians understand. So there's live band forward with some track back, oh. all produced down in LA, which is part of the whole. You screen. have live musicians? Yeah, four live players. I did not Drums, know. Drums, two, a great guitar player, great bass player. Good. But the reason we went was because even though it was off the strip, it was a better theater experience for our show. Now you're in the Shimmer Cabaret, correct? Uh -huh. I love that theater. We call it a sh the Shimmer Showroom. Shimmer Showroom? Yeah, we, don't use awesome. the we don't use the cabaret word. Show like we don't use a me. spray tan word. We don't use spray tan. <laughs> we don't use that word either. Just so you know, there's words we don't use. <laughs> when is this thing over anyway? <laughs> well, you were talking about your singing and that you'd, you know. Yeah, I love to sing. I love performing. Now, apparently, uh, Mr. Big Shot sitting next to me uh, got some pretty nice uh, uh, accolades a couple years ago with your, your own music. Yeah. Uh, with the... Awards out in Hollywood. Right, that was that, wild. That you did so well, then apparently that year later they asked you to host the event they that you did. won an award at. I didn't do it last year. You I didn't? Should've, I should have done it. Oh. Well, because we were working and our producer said, no, we got a Saturday night, you got you to work. I but I wish I would have done that. But Now, what was the award that you got? It was for Best Adult Contemporary Song for Everything I Own. And then, then I had Everything I Own and Cool Change. Remember Cool Change? Sure. Uh, I take it to you, but cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool change. And we did a great version of that. And 
It did really well across America. Didn't make any money. When you do really well in America and you're like number five, it doesn't mean you make any money. You, know, right. you have to, you right. understand the music industry. Sure. It's really interesting. But it did help me with other things. And I was really proud of that. And I want to do more of that. That's, to Jason's question, that's what I want to do. I want to do less impression, more really getting into production of music. I want to do more touring, performing around the world. And I've got a great French producer that we're working right now in uh, Paris, because I live in Bordeaux, you know. Bordeaux, France. Uh -huh. And well, the, fancy. Um, anyway, so that's my life right now. I, I love my life. I'm, I'm having a hard time in Las Vegas because of the way the world works here. But I love that I'm honored that I can still perform and people are going to come see me. Let me ask you somewhat of a personal question, if I may. No, I'm not gay. Other than that, is that what you was that your question? <laughs> I like women. You know that. You know that. Uh, well, uh, and I've asked you apparently many times to hook me up. And you know how many calls I've had from you? Great. Yeah, zero. Zero calls. All I get are just how great his life is with your girlfriend. She's, in, she's a teenager. Her dad's, <laughs> you know, the same age as you. I, I, I mean, what a life you have. Maybe you do have a good life. Hey, Jason. Well, we have gonna, something Jason, this is the this is the guy. Th these, this is the guy you want to be like. like <laughs> yes, it is. Here's the life. Yes, you, everybody wants Zoe Bowie's life. Now, where did you get the name Zoe Bowie from? Isn't that pathetic? No, I like that name, but why, why, what is that? Because you're Zoe Bowie sometimes, and you're tonight, you're Chris Phillips. Well, who in the hell wants to pay to see Chris Phillips? <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's a marketing. You know what? That's terrific. Thanks. And where would you come up with Zoe Bowie? I will tell you the truth. Fifteen years ago, yeah. I was a long-haired, heavy metal drummer. Really? I had Were you friends. tan? Were you tan? Not nearly. Okay. All right. I discovered that later. But that was back when I had hair. You have hair. I had hair. I could tuck in my pants. Really? And wow. Today, I just have to scrape it all forwards from By the back way, here. By the way, hair that you tuck in your pants usually is called pubic hair. It's a different kind of hair. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's a different. I mean, why, why would you want to do I could hair? sit on my hair. Oh, it was that on. long. Okay. It was okay. that long. I had uh, some friends that were in early 80s new wave novelty band that did David Bowie and uh -huh. such. And they said, Chris, we, we know that your idol is Elvis. Sammy oh, Davis Jr. Really? David Lee Roth. We know, know this is your chance. Really? We have a singer that got sick. We have this big show. Uh -huh. Come down and sing with us. So I tucked uh -huh. my hair in my shirt. Uh -huh. And I pretended to be Zoe Bowie, David Bowie's kid. I like it. Because I figured if I completely fell apart. Yeah. I could always fall back on, eh, who cares? I'm David Bowie's kid. Yeah. Well, well there you go. I loved singing. Mm. I cut the hair, sold the drums. Mm. I said I want to be in a band. A couple months after I was in this 80s band, the novelty fell by the wayside, but the name stuck. Mm. And now it's become more of a brand than a band. Right. And I can't do anything about it because David Bowie or Zoe Bowie has nothing to do with my show. Right. Except it's just a name that I'm stuck with, and people seem to remember it, and what the heck. Yeah. I'm going Well, with it. I'm sorry I asked that question, because I thought it would be what a more, dull more answer interesting that was. Yeah. answer. Right. <laughs> we have one more question. Would you take another question? Yes, another question. <laughs> um, I'm with Nate here. You're actually giving us a nice behind-the-curtain look at entertainment here, which is kind of cool. Nate said, when Greg said it was a hard life, does he mean the hours or something else with regards to being in Vegas? Well, Greg's full of shit. Nate, no, I'm not. I'm not. Hard life. I, I would bet. I bet. I'm, I would bet. Oh, I'm I would sorry. Bet, Did I say that? Uh huh. I would bet that out of all the guests you've had, they're all. You're always talking about how great the show is and your show, but I'm telling you the truth, brother. And you already know. Would you want to really work for a living? I do work for a living. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I call it work. I, I've had some real jobs in my life. I was on the back of a truck, 
that went to a retirement community to mow their lawns and to do all this. Yeah. This was many, many years ago. Right. Uh, and there are guys that do that that love doing I, it. I, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I got, out, I got off the truck. It was called Friendship Village. Uh -huh. yeah. I was about 18 years old. I had my little white tennis shorts on. And, uh -huh. and I had to run this thing called the, 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 the Earth Mover or something. And it didn't right. have a, a rock guard on it. So it was just kicking rocks into my thighs, causing bloody welts. And there was old people in golf carts sitting there watching me as their afternoon entertainment. I told myself I'll never work again. Well, but, but you know what, Chris? I think what you, <laughs> what you described, <laughs> see, I, I, take, I, I can take the other side of that. I think what you just described <sighs> is the fact that, you know, where that, that was real work for you, people would say what you do is, would be real work for them. That guy that, that has taken your job over, who probably loves his job, I mean, I don't know, maybe he doesn't, could never do your job. I get it You're for an working. hour and a half a night. I drink too much and act like a juvenile delinquent. Yeah, I, well, That's not work. Yeah, but, yeah, but what it took I to love get there, doing that. What it took to get there is the, what I'm talking about. It's not, it's not the fact that you're having a great time, because if you don't love what you do in life or what a job you have, you shouldn't be doing it. I'm sure. not saying that you don't love your, your job. I pay to do what I do, though. I don't know, really. Would you really pay? Would you really pay? Oh, there's been many years I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, where, what, was, what was the question again from... Uh, I've forgotten. <laughs> Nate, what did he ask? What did he well, say? You, know, you, you said it was hard, but you mentioned the hours originally. But is there other things? For instance, is the networking hard? Is it, do you ha is it, I mean, this is the smallest large town ever. If you don't know people, uh -huh. a lot of people leave. Uh -huh. You don't get anything. Uh -huh. I mean, are well, you sensing that? Well, well I, what, I find, what I find hard is probably what, what you probably love about your life, because you live a very glamorous life. Oh, oh yes. You do, Chris. You do. You you do. I know. I know that you're you're are, you're. This is the real you. Happy, fun, really. I mean, it's, he's put together. But I'm gonna tell Nate where I fall off is that I love my family, like my children. I wish I could have them with me. I love. Now, that's my a whole children. other story. I mean, and I, I agree with you on this. I can't have a regular life with my children. I mean, I keep a house rented in Reno. I have a woman that takes care of my my son. Is good. I mean, you know, these are very hard things for me to be away from. That the is people, true. The, the, the children I love, the ex-wife, that's no problem. But the the what the kids and then life. You know, I miss mowing the lawn. I miss. So Nate, the question is, what's what's life? What's important in your life? Those things that are important, you have to get sometimes give up for what this what this is. Am I am I wrong? You think? No, I'm, you're absolutely right. And quite frankly, I'm very envious and jealous that I've never had the the uh, pleasure of having children yet. It's terrific. I just date them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to say So that. good. God, so that's good. terrible. So I don't know, did we answer Nate's question well that, you know, what, is that, is that good enough? All right. Yeah. It, it, and now tell you, us about your daughter, Jessica, who is an equestrian. Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you a, a story I don't ever usually talk. How, long, how much long do I have to talk to you? About two or three hours. <laughs> uh, okay. It, I was born, no, my daughter, I had a daughter that was born without a left hand. She, she uh, was just born, we didn't do a lot of drugs. I didn't come from a drug sure. drinking family. It just happened. Sure. And when she was born, I thought, oh my God, what's going to happen with this girl? She's going to, you know, who's going to want to date her? Who's, I mean, I really, I mean, that's what you go through yeah, as a father. Of course, absolutely. And you actually kind of mourn. I'm thinking like, oh, she won't play the piano, you know. Right, right. Oh my God, how she won't play, play the guitar. But she can play the trumpet. I mean, you go through all the yeah, things right, that right. are crazy. You know, and then you think, well, she'll get half off on manicures. She'll get... Uh, oh, Craig. Oh, my God. Well, what? But you, but you know, but that, you see, you see I, I think know. that's terrific. I know. You've got to have fun with whatever your, dis course. your, your disability is. I totally is. agree. And I'm totally disabled. 
See, I have fun <laughs> with it. So, but my daughter, I think I was chosen by God. I was a perfect father for her because I'm all about fun and craziness sure. and you know. So here, here now, fast forward to now she's 19 and we moved to France 10 years ago and which was the greatest thing I ever did for her because mm -hmm. she found horse riding. And she now, she has become one of the top jumpers of wow. horses. And in jumping, oh, for finding sake. a sport that's perfect for her, you, when, you, when you jump, you know, you're, you, you, the judges don't want to see your hands. Uh-huh. Isn't that interesting? It, that, so she's kind of like, and the judges don't know <clears throat> she's missing a hand. So she, in essence, can disguise. She's, she's cheating, yes. is what you're trying to say. Okay. And she is cheating because she is, and she's jumping six foot, and she's, and she's got a beautiful boyfriend, and the guys are always trying to date her, and oh, she's gorgeous. And you know what? Wonderful. It all turned be very out, proud of her. It all turned out. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. We've had our ups and downs. Uh, as teenagers do, but um, uh, all that worry was for nothing. And now I realize that all that pain and, uh, you know, crying, whatever, was, I didn't need it. And I would tell anybody having a child that has a disability that you just got to believe and let them have their life and just support them because things can turn out just terrific. Now, I know you were born without hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> and look what you've done. You did a fabulous job. You know, thank God for, <laughs> thank God for wig shops. Well, you got to give me five on that one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You got to give me a good one on that one. <laughs> anyway, it's lo lovely to be been here with you, Chris. Are we, uh, is, are we still going? I can't drink anymore. I have a show. I know. Um, well, see, let me ask you this. Do you drink during the show? I do not drink you during do not the show. You do not drink show. But I would like to As have it, that does opportunity. It, does it? Impair your ability. To uh huh. Think. Yes. Uh huh. I can't think. And my show is 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 driven by you. You have to say a line. You know, it's it's a production show. So I say a line. A cue is hit. A voice talks to me. Uh, so an it's very precise. Talks to me. Everything yes. is it's timed. I have a few moments where I can, you know, talk to the audience and stuff, which I'd like to do more. But this is uh, I can't be. The other night, I lost my voice, so I called up. Yeah. An uh, impressionist in town who told me drink, uh, what's that drink? Not Crown Royal, it's that other drink that's good for the throat. Jägermeister. Jägermeister. And that <laughs> was so wasted. It was so wasted on stage. Yeah. Oh, could, boy. And it was oh, kind of yeah. fun, but I couldn't live that way. No, that, who told you that? A guy named Robert, Robert De Niro impressionist guy. Yeah, Robert I know. Robert Nash. Yes, I know. By the way, he's terrific. <laughs> I like him. You know, and he struggles. It's, there's a struggle life, you know. I love that he guy. does a, a show called Rack and Roll. Yeah. He's in the he's in at, at Hooters. <laughs> so the dancers, the yeah. topless dancers, yeah. and he comes out in the middle, and you know he does his routine. And I, I think that's so tough. Yeah. I, I, you know, God bless him. God bless all these entertainers in town. I mean, I really respect every I one of them. I do too. Believe me. On Except all the Dean Martin impressionists. I don't like Dean Martin impressionists. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like him. I, and the problem I have with it with impersonators are if they live their life off stage as they do on stage, right, right, right. and they pretend to be like, well, I'm just having a drink around now, how you gonna do it? That talking becomes a little odd, yes. Well, you know, who are you talking to? Who am I talking to? Right, right. And there are Elvis guys like that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not anything's wrong with that. Maybe you need to be that, maybe that's part of the, you know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe that's part of the art of it. Well, you know, I think a lot of us, uh, you know, growing up are very inspired or have these, these iconic heroes that we look up to that at one point we want to become, which leads me to our next topic, which I'd like to talk about. We're gonna take a short little break first. And I, I find this so interesting, something you did some years ago that I'm so jealous of, I thought was so cool. But I wanna talk about that when we come right back. Folks, you're watching
Talk Tales on the Vegas Video Network. We are sitting here with the multi-talented Greg London, who currently has a hot show over at the Las Vegas Hilton. We'll be right back. Oh, hello there. My name is Brandon Gooch Han, host of Awkward Silence 2.1. And when I'm not living vicariously through Chris Phillips, I'm on VegasVideoNetwork.com. I know. I love that idea. Hey, everybody. Guess what? You're watching Talk Tales with me, Chris Phillips, and somebody who actually has some talent, Mr. Greg London, who is the big star, Thank Mr. You. Big Shot, Oh, over at the Las Vegas Hilton. I like that. That's yes. a That's a Harris. Uh, that was back when you were doing the thing in Reno, correct? Yeah, yeah. That was a cool... Where you won the Entertainer of the Year. I did. I was loved. I, was 2009, was it? 2009. And that show was called Icon Man, <laughs> and is doing impressions, doing... Uh, Saving the world one impression at a time. Yeah, I like that. I liked it too. That's really cool. I like. You always I, got good catchphrases and things with impressions. But I don't have one. Impressions are wrong. No, that's what cool. Really? Yeah, I love uh, that. You got all you and dress up with all the different. Yeah, well, that's again, you do part of the marketing. Right, you know, does. what does he do? The question is, you, like you said, who's Chris Phillips, right? Well, see, the problem I've had for my whole life is, what's a Zowie Bowie, Zoe Bowie? What are they? A comedy magic act? Is it she Zoe? Is he Bowie? Right. You know exactly what you do. You know exactly what you're getting yourself into when you mm -hmm. see your marketing. I've screwed that up for years. No, you I have no idea what I you're getting yourself into when you go I see don't me. Think so. I think so. Because it could be a vintage Vegas big band show on one day, or it could be a, me trying to be a hip hop well, that's rapper true. the next. You that's have ridiculous. To decide. I agree. That's a, that's confusing. Sure. Because to me, Zoe Bowie stands. To me, it's like the brand is this really cool guy. Well, most people I don't think, think I'm doing a David Bowie tribute for goodness sakes, which has nothing to do with my show. I've screwed this up for years. Yeah, yeah. I would see why oh, you would. My God, why yes. wouldn't you? Why is Zoe Bowie? Mm. But you know, I think you've transcended that. I well, think it's worked. You're very kind. With your, well, I mean, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. Well, speaking of cool, you've done the coolest thing in the world. Let me think. What that? What the coolest thing? Scott. That's got to be. This is a guy who auditioned to be the next James Bond. That's correct. Is that right? That's wow. cool. We're, that's very interesting. When did that happen? And this was back in the yeah. days when Timothy Dalton actually oh, no, got the role right. that's for right. a couple of years. Very cool. If you would have got it, you would have stayed. That's an interesting story. I know. I, won't I, take I want to hear about that. Well, just give us a little. How did that come about? You're living in London, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, that was, that was, nine, that was 20, 22 years ago, 21 years ago. And what happened there, a long time ago. But what a great story. I was working at the Windsor Theater uh, in a little town called Windsor. Which and you I, did a lot of musicals and such. Uh -huh, it's all my musical that. background. Sure. And I was doing a lot of Shakespeare at that time. In sooth, I know not why I am so sad. It wearies me. You say it wearies <laughs> you, but how I caught it. Found it came, but what stuff it is made of. Where it is born, I am to learn. Well, anyway, there you go. See, uh, Merchant of Venice, uh, uh, the part is Antonio. Okay, so Shakespeare. Wow. And Barbara Broccoli, this beautiful, dark-haired, 23-year-old, a uh, girl comes and sees me and says, you know, at that time, I think I was about 20, I don't care, you, you know, I'm over 50. But I was at 27 years old, 27, 26, anyway. And she said, you know what? We're looking for the next James Bond. So she's related to Albert Broccoli. She's her, the daughter. Oh, she's my gosh, Barb, how Barbara cool. Broccoli, Cubby Bro Bo Cubby's daughter. So she brings me into an audition at Pinewood Studios. Pinewood Studios was where all the Bond movies were. And I was there with about maybe 20 guys. It could be 30. It was a lot of guys. No more than 30, though, that were auditioning for the part of James Bond. And they chose 15 wow. of us to go to Morocco. Oh, God, that's cool. So then I was in Morocco, 
doing a, a scene from the Bond movie. And at that time, you know, I talked with an English accent. I mean, I, was, I am English. But your mother's a, English and your father's American, correct? Uh-huh. My father, was right, adopted father. And didn't know him very well, mm -hmm. Jerry Franks. Anyway, so uh, I, I didn't get too far with that, to be honest with you. It was not like I, I had the chance of becoming James mm -hmm. Bond, but the chance was Still. I did. And I'm even in the records, like there's a couple articles that I noticed on Timothy Dalton's webpage. If you, if you go Greg London, Timothy Dalton, on his webpage, it talks about meeting me. Cause he, really? Because we were, we were really close. I, I thought I was close. That's cool. I thought I was close. Back then, of course, I had big muscles like you, and I was worked <laughs> out. Yes. And, but here I am yes. now doing impressions, and, I don't, and I'm having a great time. Well, good for and you. And things work out for a reason. I don't know. Why am I here? I don't know, but I'm with you. Well, let me just ask you really quick, because we're unfortunately coming to the end okay. of our little segment, and I couldn't be more. Can we do this again when I can I drink? Was, I was just going to say, would you please come back? Yeah, when I can drink. I would, well. Bring back, can we do like I one where we have all, like, can we get Frankie and Gordy yeah. and do that thing that we do like late night that's kind of fun, that's kind of, you know. Well, that's what I was alluding to. I would think that'd be fun. Uh, we hang out, of course, at night, periodically here and there. Yeah, I just what, don't what, go to the, yeah. What, what's your favorite shows in town? What do you like to go see here in town? Well, I love I love watching, asking that to every interview. Yeah, I love watching you and name that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> everybody's favorite show. My favorite show, I love Love the Beatles show. That's my favorite show. But I'm, I'm always open to- The love thing? The love, the love, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad you didn't ask me what shows I don't like, because I really- well, Unfortunately, I better not say that. Well, I do ask that question too. But really, I don't. Are you going to tell should... me? No, I can't do that. All right. Because I would. I. I'm. I'm just. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. But there are some shows I just won't go see, because maybe they're using the F word too much. I don't like the. F what do you think of our buddy uh, Frankie Marino? I think he's unbelievable. I think Gordy's unbelievable. Yes. I think you're unbelievable. I like. I think. I think Clint Holmes is unbelievable. I think that, that his wife is unbelievable. Kelly Clinton. Yeah, she's he's incredible. Off. I think that. Uh, um, one uh, of my God, what is one of my favorite shows in this town right now? I, it's probably only the one Cirque show, and then um, I'm waiting for the Michael Jackson. I can't wait to see the Michael oh, Jackson. Oh, that'll be something else. But you know what? I just like to start. I like I liked uh, Rod Stewart. Interesting. I, I saw him, but I also met him in Monaco when I was there last summer. Oh wow! And he talked about. It. I said, well, and what I know do you, you do him in your show. Correct? I do, and it was so fun to meet him and talk to him and his family and his little kids. And he said, uh, he said, I, I. I, I talked about Vegas because I like performing, but I like getting the hell out of Vegas. <laughs> and I thought, really? That's too bad. Because yeah. you know what? You know, I, I think you're doing pretty good in Vegas, and you, know, you should get out more and see some of the other shows that are around, especially Zoe Bowie, who looks a little like you, Rob. <laughs> who looks a little like you. Check him out. If I had a dollar for any time anybody's ever said I look like either Rod Stewart or Siegfried. Oh! Siegfried. Siegfried. Yeah. Well, look, you're doing really well. I'm proud of you, and I'm really honored to be in your show. Next time, I'd like to have drinks, and i got to get to my show. Well, I'm going to come drink with you at your show this week, my friend. I promise I will be come there. Come like Wednesday or Saturday. I will be there. I promise. All right. My friends, we are honored to have Mr. Greg London with us from the Las Vegas Hilton. My name is Chris Phillips. You're watching Talk Tales. And again, you can email us anytime at talktales at vegasvideonetwork.com. Uh, what can I say? We are honored to have you, my friend. I'm honored, and you're a great host. Oh, you're being awfully generous. Let's, let's talk Thank on stage. Thank you so much. I mean, let's talk on stage. Oh, oh can you see that? Look at that. Can you see that? Oh, did anybody ever see that? Did they ever do that? A mid-torso. Look, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's okay. They don't know what happened above there, do they?
the only entertainer in Las Vegas more tan than Zoe Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Cheers, think I like everybody. that. I don't like that idea. I'm cutting this. <laughs>